CBS Sports Radio 650 and on 95.7 HD3 KIKK Pasadena, KKHH HD3 Houston, a radio.com station. Helping Houstonians live their best foodie lives. It's time for I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry. Hey guys, and welcome back to the very last episode of I'm Sorry for What I Said When I Was Hangry of 2020. Oh yeah. Thank goodness this year is about to come to a close. Amen. Hallelujah. I think it's so sad that we're so excited for one year to end and another to begin. But when you think about everything that happened this year, like, thank God. Yeah, I mean, we know that our issues are whatever we have going on. It's going to follow into 2021, obviously. But I just feel like there's just been so much weight on everybody's shoulders in 2020. It's just like a breath of fresh air. Hopefully, like, this will be a better year for us. I think everyone's vibes and positive thinking will be better in 2021. Right, exactly. We can only go up from here, right? God, I hope so. (laughs) I hope we can reach that point sometime soon where you look back and you laugh. You know when things are really bad in the moment, but then later you can look back and laugh at it? I pray to God we can laugh at the amount of time we spent watching Tiger King doing DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, Postmates, like all of it. I might go back this weekend and rewatch Tiger King. Oh I mean, my that God. was like April, right? Like April, May or something like that. That was probably April. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mean, mm-hmm, you're yeah, right. We have to like go back and rewatch it. I mean, there's moments that I need to like reminisce on. Okay, y'all, totally off topic, but you mentioned Tiger King, so now I bring it up. Did you see that Joe Exotic is asking for help from Kim Kardashian to get out of jail? That's hilarious. Isn't that, that amazing? That surprise me. No, but I think it's hysterical. I'm like, if she gets him out of jail, that will be the ultimate 2020 move. Ridiculous. Do you see that on uh, the app Cameo? You can get Carol Baskin <laughs> to like do happy birthday or whatever. I was like, oh my gosh, this is what the world has come to. I think I'm going to get that for you for your next birthday. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So we're really excited that 2021 is coming. We know it's going to be hopefully a lot better. But when you think about everything that's happened in 2020, the one thing that stayed consistent is our diet, at least. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we ate a lot of really good food. Good food. We got to give you guys some really amazing recommendations from Danielle, Hangry Houstonian, on different places around Houston to check out. Hopefully, we helped to plan some of your girls' night out or your date night spots. We hope that we were a bright spot in your 2020 and we're not stopping in 2021 we are going to be continuing i'm sorry for what i said when i was hangry so if you have anything specific that you'd like us to chit chat about please message us on instagram danielle is like queen <laughs> queen of insta at hangry houstonian so danielle we're going to do something really fun today for date night spots we're going to go back and do like hangry exactly <laughs> yes like what were your favorite where did you go to the most Yeah, this is going to be like our favorites of 2020 because Danielle has a lot of recommendations, but obviously as a foodie, you have to have some favorites, right? Absolutely, of course. I mean, I never want to say that like one restaurant is my favorite. I have a ton of favorites, some that I like talked about that were like 2019 squabble, right? Like that was squabble bread. You know, I talked about them. I will always forever think that squabble will be like one of the top five restaurants (laughs) in my heart. Okay, so let's just go top three then for right now. Your top three favorite restaurants that we talked about for date night spots in 2020 on the podcast so my top three spots all completely different and all just I don't know they they are just like comfort food to mm-hmm. me and what I needed in 2020 <laughs> they're all just so different so once you hear you're gonna probably laugh but number one spot was trending dumpling oh my god this does <laughs> 
how many times did I talk about soup dumplings? Literally, like this doesn't I, surprise me at all. I could eat soup dumplings, y'all, literally every day, literally every day. Okay, so Danielle really is obsessed with dumplings, and I already mentioned this to you, but just the way you have described them, you have gotten my boyfriend Tyler obsessed with dumplings, act the trendy dumpling actually. But correct me if I'm wrong, that you can get different things in the dumplings, right? Absolutely. You can get pork, you can get chicken, you can get shrimp. There's truffle because it's soup inside of it. So okay. you can get like the, the truffle soup inside of the bao. The what? The dumpling. Sorry, not a bao. The dumpling. Bao is a bao bun. A bao oh, bun. A bao bun. Yes, I like to say it. And so you can put meat inside of a bao bun. It's just yeah. kind of like a hamburger bun. Oh, okay, fun. In a like a clamshell looking. People are going to laugh at me the way that I'm like describing this. No, this I has love it because I can picture it. Yeah, exactly. I just needed yeah, to visualize that kind of like seashell. Okay, so Trendy Dumpling is one of Danielle's favorite spots in the entire world. Where is it at? Uh, it's literally right there, Jesse. Oh, we're looking at it from the studio. <laughs> it's literally right there. It's across the highway from us. Okay, so where are we, for those of us who are listening, where are we then? <laughs> okay, we are off of Southwest Freeway. Okay. Off of like Kirby. Well, thank area. God it's so close. It is so close to us. And y'all, they have so many different things. They have like the pecking duck, which is delicious. Mm-hmm. They have this shrimp dish, which is like the walnut shrimp. Oh my gosh, it's like honey walnut, super crispy and crunchy. They have delicious orange chicken. Mm. Then they have like, you know, your lo mains and all that kind of stuff. More of like Chinese type stuff. But this is not a Chinese place. This is more of like a uh, Cantonese. So what do you like about this place as a date night spot? Is it the atmosphere, the inside of it, or is it just the fact that it has really good food? So this place is solid food. Okay. Okay, I'm not going there because I'm thinking that this place is like atmosphere. Fancy. Fancy. No, I'm going there to be like, this food hits. This like slaps. Yes. Like if a guy brought me there, I would be like, you're a foodie. You know good food and you want to impress me with your food knowledge. Which is so important on a first date because I feel like if the food is good, then you have something to talk about and the date will automatically go better than if you have some like trash dumpling. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Okay. What is your second favorite spot my in 2020? S- my second spot is Real. Yes. Okay. This is, I think, one of the very first episodes we talked about Real. Yeah. Wow, right? Absolutely. This place, I actually went on a date here not too long ago. And uh, I was like, where are you going to take me? And he was like, oh, I'm going to take you to Real. And I was like, nailed it. Good job. He awesome listens. date night spot. Like, yes, good job. You did well. Like, He's like, let me check the podcast and see what she suggests. Exactly. And I will take her to her own suggestion. Right. I mean, you cannot go wrong with anything that you get at Real. Number one, the cocktails are amazing. Yeah. Okay. The cocktails are so good. They have like this bartender out of like New York making cocktails in the back and they just fancy, but it's not like it's super expensive, you know? Right. It's affordable. And, you know, you were just talking about atmosphere. Real's atmosphere is small and it's quaint and it's cozy and it's not loud. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I have to like yell at the guy that I'm with, you know? Like, what's your mom say? yesterday like you know like I don't feel like I have to do that right and that's important you want to feel like you can have that almost like intimate atmosphere right as well as having a good meal they have such good food there I love their cabbage rolls last time I was there I got these delicious mushroom empanadas I got a piece of fish it was like light and flaky yeah and the guy that I was with got a piece of steak It sounds like they have a lot of options at this place. Oh, definitely. They have pasta. And then the head chef, he's from Canada. And so it kind of has a little bit of a Canadian little 
bam, a little twist. A little on twist, it. little flavor, a little, little spice. A little bam, 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 bam. Yeah, this is a great place. And even if it's like a Wednesday night, like uh-huh. it's going to be a great place to go on a date. And where is this one at, too? Off of Fairview, like mm-hmm. close to Shepherd area. Okay. You know where, like, the Trader Joe's is off of Shepherd? Yeah, Keep going yeah, yeah, down, yeah, yeah. like, more towards the heights. You'll turn right onto Fairview. Okay, that makes sense. See, girls, we work better with landmarks. Tell landmarks, me where the Trader exactly. Joe's Literally, is. Trader Joe's. How basic am I that I use Trader Joe's as my landmark? But no, everybody that's, that's, that's listening it. to this, they're going to be like, I know that Trader Joe's. I know Joe's. exactly where it is. Because there's only two Trader Joe's in the city for exactly. the fourth largest city in the country, there's only two Trader Joe's inside the loop. Which Riddle is me crazy. That. Okay, so we have one final spot for Danielle's favorite date night spots that we talked about in 2020. So my third spot is Maison Pucha. And if you recall, we talked about it for Houston Restaurant Week. Yes, yes. I loved my meal. Mm-hmm. I loved my dessert. And I typically, like, won't get a dessert on a date because right. I'm like, I'm healthy. Oh, every hair, time. We're such a liar. Careful. Oh, my God. Right? Like, I could not eat another, another bite. bite. Like, Meanwhile, I'm going to go home and smash a bag of Hershey Kisses. Exactly. Oh, I'm full. Yeah, you don't need to. Oh, a, my God. I, I don't need to order even. that because then you know, like, the bill's going to be higher. That's how I feel. I'm like, exactly. I don't want to rack up the bill. I feel bad anyways if you want to get a good dessert maison pucha with their souffle their Mm. white chocolate souffle oh my gosh this place is awesome for a brunch date a lunch date or a dinner date honestly i love the atmosphere for me being from louisiana it has a very much so like a french colonial feel to it they have a lot of like fleur-de-lis high ceilings exposed brick which i love that atmosphere great patio area as well and it's never seems like it's like super busy you can sit have a great conversation the food every single time i've gone has been spot on and you know there's places where it's like oh you get a good meal one week and then the next week it's like who cooked this you know right Maison Pucha, every single time, seems to just consistency executed to the highest point. What did you get for Houston Restaurant Weeks when you went? What was on the menu? For Houston Restaurant Week, I got the watermelon salad and the Benedict. We went for brunch. Yeah, and it was so good. good. And they have great ceviches as well. And I... I'm such a sucker for, I'm like actually looking at pictures right now. Oh, look at this. <laughs> and we honestly love any restaurant that participates in Houston Restaurant Weeks. Like, thank you for that. Yes, yes. I know that we're kind of talking about like the great things of 2020 and we had so much fun having Cleverly's daughter Katie on and yes. it was such a great experience to try different Houston Restaurant Week. Honestly, we've had so many fun friends and people join us on the show to talk about their recommendations around Houston. And we're excited because next week's show, we are going to be bringing on one of Danielle's favorite foodie friends. His name is a boss. He is on Instagram as Houston Eats with a Z. You probably follow him. He posts some amazing stuff. But he's going to come on next week to share with us his top 10 favorite dishes and favorite places of Houston in 2020. So make sure you're here next week to listen to his recommendations. And coming up next, we're going to take a break from the food because we know you're all stuffed from Christmas dinner. And we are going to be giving you a follow-up to all the holiday lights that are continuing to stay up around Houston so you have some fun things to check out with the fam. From date night to must-try restaurants, it's a show all about Houston food and nightlife. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. It's Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois, and we are excited to do something a little bit different this week. If you've been with us listening to the show for a while now, and if you haven't, by the way, catch up on the radio.com app. Just type in hangry. All of our podcast episodes will come up so you can catch up. A few weeks ago, though, 
we started talking about holiday lights instead of food because believe it or not, we go out and do things on the weekend. We don't just eat ourselves silly 24-7. I think people think, Danielle, your whole life just must be food. Which is completely opposite, but that's yeah, fair. Which that's is a fair assessment, but yeah, okay. You love food, but you also have a two-bite rule, which is funny. She's like, I'll bite it, I like it, moving on. Exactly, I can <laughs> So Daniela's lived in Houston for a really long time, and she knows a lot of cool places to check out around the holiday season. So she's been really helpful to me as someone who just kind of recently moved here within the last year, year and a half, to find these cool places around Houston and have these opportunities. And we got really carried away a few weeks ago talking about holiday lights that we didn't even get to talk about all the holiday lights that we wanted to. Yeah, there's so many different places in Houston that you can socially distance or stay in your car. And we wanted to pinpoint a few more of the places that are still available in these final weeks of Christmas time. Right. We got so carried away last time and we promised y'all that we would continue talking about the holiday lights to check out. So we want to follow through on that promise and continue talking about these really cool holiday lights. And what's cool is a lot of people keep up their holiday lights way after the new year and it's much less crowded when you go to look at them after christmas just pro tip that's i think the way to go because like you know how sad it is to take down your christmas tree i honestly have been contemplating it and i really don't think i'm going to like i'll just keep it up i really might like my christmas tree is decorated in all food ornaments Mm -hmm. and so i uh, like when i have it on i'm like this makes me so happy like i'm not really sure what other things make me as happy as just seeing my christmas tree with like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and a s'more and an ice cream sandwich. Like nothing else makes me that happy. So like, why do I need to take it down? Like, this is my life. I'm going to live it the best way possible. And that means keep me my Christmas tree up. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way, even about like when they have big homes and their decorations or businesses, it's such a joyful thing to put up the lights and put up the decorations that taking it down is always like a little depressing. Like the holiday season is over. And that's why I think so many people keep these things up and continue doing Christmas light things just through a little bit past the new year, you know? Totally agree. So don't stress, you guys still have time to check out a lot of these cool places. Danielle, what other suggestions do you have for us? So I have three suggestions and one for like a few different parts of town. So I have one for like downtown Houston, one in Sugarland, and one in Spring. I know we have listeners from all over, Mm -hmm. so I wanted to give everybody a little bit of taste of what's going on in their neck of the woods. Yeah, that's great. So my first spot is going to be the Zoo Lights Mm. in the Herman Park area. And Zoo Lights, I feel like, are super popular. Have you heard about them? Zoo Lights, what's funny, I think is pretty popular everywhere because they had Zoo Lights back home in Detroit. But it's not the same in Texas because it's not as cold. (laughs) Totally agree. They transform the zoo into a holiday wonderland with colorful scenes around every corner. It's so crazy. And I really appreciate the fact that they're making it to where there is like a COVID update. All guests 10 and older are required to wear face masks and follow social distancing protocols while at the zoo. So they're making sure that you're staying safe while enjoying a festive activity. Right, right. And there's so many different photo ops. Like once you're there, I mean, it is, you know, you obviously see all the different zoo animals and stuff. It's just really, really cool to be in that atmosphere and to be able to like take pictures. So fun with your family, get some hot chocolate, get a cup of coffee and go enjoy the zoo lights. The zoo is a really cool experience. I mean, in the summer, any time of year, I actually went around like the zoo boo time in October and it was incredible. So I love when they do the holiday lights because, you know, you could go around River Oaks and you're just looking at holiday lights. But if you go to the zoo, 
you're looking at holiday lights and animals and there's photo ops and there's food like you're really just getting your money's worth and it's beautiful at nighttime if you haven't checked out their instagram page oh my god the lights are sensational they really are they're gorgeous it really is amazing like i can only imagine the people that like have to put these lights up and again like to your point to like take it down is such a task but to like have it up and it's just magical especially for little kids right imagine just walking through and you're like wow like all these lights these animals like 2020 has been a hard year obviously this is just something magical that families can experience together i love that our second spot is going to be the Sugarland Holiday Lights. It's going to be in Sugarland's Constellation Field. And okay. It really comes alive at night. And they have over a hundred walkthrough displays that are made up of two point five million lights. <laughs> holy crap. Like holy smokes. So crazy. And so kids are able to go through an entrance that is made of an inflatable snow globe. Like, how fun is that? How <gasps> I want to do that. Fun. Is it just kids? Yeah, oh, I know, right? Um, I mean, Jesse, you have you, I'm have, sure. you, you have a, a youthful face. Oh, my God. I want to do that. That sounds so fun. I will elbow yeah. some kids to get in there. I'm sure if you ask them nicely, they would allow you to do it. Oh, my God. I love that. Okay, I'm going. Right? And, I mean, surely it's not that far of a drive out for us no. and stuff, so... I like going to Sugarland like for their outdoor malls and stuff. So this would be something I would for sure drive to check out. Right? I know. I need to venture out to Sugarland more. I feel like if I was gonna live in a burb, one of the burbs, oh, yeah. it'd probably be Sugarland. Sugarland's gorgeous. They have some really like nice stores. Everything's put together beautifully. Like whenever I go there, I remind myself that I definitely don't belong because that's like a rich person neighborhood I feel but gorgeous place I'd love to check this out I would like to know who exactly is paying for the electricity bill every time we talk about Christmas lights I just can't help but think who is paying the bills so funny my third spot is going to be out in the spring area it is called the light park it is where the hurricane harbor splash town is wait what's that it is a splash park Oh, shoot. Two in one. For this light park, you're going to drive through and it features interactive holiday experiences that includes millions of twinkle lights, holiday music and festive cheer. And I honestly love I mean, I'm kind of lazy. So I love the fact that I can drive through, sit in my car with my hot chocolate and enjoy the Christmas lights. I don't even think it's lazy. This is going to sound fun. I just think that drive through ones sometimes are better because you can have the snacks in the back of your car. Oh, yeah. Like the drinks. I mean, granted, you could probably walk around or buy a hot chocolate or something at the zoo lights. But when you get to walk around and bring your own snacks, I'm like, let's go. Which is actually funny that you mentioned that because I was talking to my roommate today and she was trying to think of a present for her boyfriend. Uh And I was like, y'all should go do one of the interactive Christmas light tours, stay in the car, but you should get dinner from like a nice restaurant, get it to go and like eat it in the car. Like as y'all are going through, you know, I think that's like a cute like date night uh, adventure, right? You can like see the Christmas lights, you get a good meal and that's your gift. And so she thought it was a great idea. Also, I mean, experiences are a great thing to get someone for any sort of Christmas birthday. I love that kind of stuff. But if you're nervous about COVID, drive through things are so much safer like you don't have to you know touch you, anything yeah, or touch breathe anything. anybody's air besides the person in the car with you. Yeah, the person that's in your bubble. Like I hate when you go through really crowded places now since COVID. I never used to think about this and you're kind of like brushing against people and it's like, oh God, we're not supposed to be doing this. So this sounds like a really great option. I get to control the radio. I get to control the music. We can have private conversations without hearing the child screaming, crying in the car next to us. Also another 
thing that's like a huge proponent of this is the fact that like heater okay like <gasps> yeah i'm cold i want to be in the car with the heater blasting on me as i'm drinking a hot chocolate and driving through so if you're like having some good food you're having your snacks you have your heater going you're looking at the lights like this is an awesome activity for you and your family to do and i know that tickets are 35 dollars in advance per car and 40 dollars at the gate Dude, I'd have those butt warmers on so fast. <laughs> I'd like turn that up to high. Honestly, I've had three cars since I've moved here. Like I like okay. to lease my cars. Okay. The car that I like came to Houston with had seat warmers. And then the second car that I had didn't have seat warmers. No. And I was like, a game, like what I have to have them. And my parents were like, I mean, like, why do you need seat warmers? You live in Houston, Texas. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. Honestly, I use my seat warmers like throughout the year like i right? like the little toast it just feels good it okay feels good. i have back issues good. and it feels really nice grandma let me live exactly so now when you went to at least your new car was it like you know how they always ask you what's the things on your must-have list and you're like seat warmers. dual ac uh, a toasty bottom and a moonroof <laughs> exactly yes no literally they have and i have all of those yes those and both three. speakers so thank <laughs> That's you amazing thank you okay if you guys check out any of these cool places that we've talked about today if you check out the zoo lights and you want to show us some pictures especially the drive through ones like put us on in the car and listen to all of our suggestions as you go through these fun places. Send us all the pictures. You can always use our hashtag. It's hashtag Hangry Girls Made Me Do It whenever you try out any of Danielle's suggestions. Or send us a DM on Instagram and uh, show us the pictures of everything you took. We'd love to see it. Danielle's Instagram is at Hangry Houstonian and mine is at Jesse Watt 965. And if you need help finding any of these places, Danielle has a little highlight section on her on her Instagram, I, I try and mention this at least once an episode because it's really important, I think. It says podcast on her, her highlight reel. And you can literally scroll through each week's podcast and go to the Instagram pages of all of these places that we talked about today. Super, super cool. Helping us live our best foodie lives. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. If there's one thing that I absolutely love about Danielle, I know what you're thinking. It's not her Instagram page at Angry Houstonian. It's that she's consistent. She's consistent with the restaurants that she loves and the bars that she loves. And if you're ever wondering where you can find Danielle on a Saturday night, she will most likely be at the exact same place she always is on Saturday night. Am I right? You're right. (laughs) She lives around the Heights area. So the Heights is like where Danielle lives and breathes. So for Bayou Bar Hopping this week, Danielle was like, listen, Jesse, me and my girlfriends do something so fun on New Year's Day every single year that I really want to share with y'all. And I want to bring up like the main staples of 2020 for me that I spent most of the time at these bars. I'm like, great, let's do it. Because you guys do something very different on New Year's than most people. Right. So we don't typically do a big New Year's Eve night. Yeah. We do a New Year's Day. So we go all out. Mm-hmm. We'll go to brunch. We'll have a boozy brunch. I mean, we're talking mimosas, whatever that we can inhale. And then we typically will go off to 20th Street where there's McIntyre's, Drift, and Bungalow Heights. And those are like our three pillars. Okay, like the pillars of our brain when it comes to bars. <laughs> picturing what is it like the the branches of government yeah, exactly like, i'm not just like judicial danielle's like the mcintyre's bungalow and what's the third one drift drift of course it's where danielle lives and i love it you know and it's it's really interesting because 
I haven't been to these bars really at all in 2020. Well, it's so crazy to think about because you know your pillars. You know where you always start the night and end the night. But 2020, like, I kind of feel like it didn't happen, if I'm being honest. Like, it just feels like everything was a blink of an eye so quick. And none of us were able to go to bars for how many months? I mean, like eight, nine. I hate that's disgusting. Crazy. I mean, you know, obviously now that I've had COVID, I'm still going to be safe and stuff. But I feel like I can feel a little bit more lax when I want to go out on a Saturday afternoon and watch a game. You know, I can. And especially all the places that you mentioned have such great outdoor seating and outdoor places that there's no reason for you to not feel safe in such open air. Absolutely. So the first place I was going to mention is, I mean, almost every Saturday or like a Sunday in 2019 and beginning of 2020, you could have found me at McIntyre's. She lives Shocker. at McIntyre's. I feel like you were Shocker. born at McIntyre's. Okay, guys. And so I went there the other day for the first time since March 14th. <gasps> that was the last time you were at McIntyre's? March 14th. That's terrifying. Was so, I with you then? No, this was, uh, this was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. Oh, St. Patrick's Day. Day. And we kind of heard about COVID and we just weren't sure what it meant and all that stuff. And March 14th. And now it's, now it's December. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God, that's so gross. Isn't that so, so crazy? And I so they've done so that. much to McIntyre's and that's why I wanted to talk about it because I'm so proud of the patio that they've, they've expanded their patio. Oh, they renovated and it? Just, yeah, they renovated it. They had a, they had a really like awkward driveway area. Yeah. And so they added some turf to it and like added tables and stuff and nice. covered it. And right now there's a ton of like Christmas lights and decor. And so they've really utilized that area and like yeah. expanded upon it, which is good for them they needed to do something with that area and so yeah I mean I feel like it's just like a tried and true bar I've missed being there I've missed that atmosphere and stuff so I definitely will foresee myself going back and hanging out there more so in the coming 2021 days I see McIntyre's as such a staple bar of Houston yeah and the heights specifically Danielle and I were just talking about this off air about how the heights is such a cool area for people our age and if there's just a younger crowd and everyone is ready to go bar hopping and it just seems like everyone knows McIntyre's. That's the meeting place. Like, it's the really the center of it all. It really is. And it's so nice that, like, the West 20th Street has McIntyre's. Then across the street, there's Drift, which is the new-ish bar as yeah. of last year. And I feel like I really didn't get to, like, capitalize on it enough this year. Whereas, right. like, 2021, like, I'm going to capitalize on Drift. Right? And well, be this year done. it was, like, hello, pandemic. And now we're, like, uh, hello, Ben, they're done that. Like, we're, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're trying to Yes. So Drift, I think, is a great spot also because they have a great patio area. And I yeah. think the bar area is pretty cool because it's almost like the size of the building, right? It, like, has, like, roundabout. Yeah. I feel like you can almost social distance a little bit better at Drift instead of, like, McIntyre. It's like there's like only that one spot to really get a drink, you know, and so at Drift, you can really go from any side. There's a lot of different areas you can get a drink at. Now, I love Drift and I have gone here and I do. I want to clarify that my Danielle and I are so ready to let loose and have some fun in 2021 because we deserve it. We also are. We have to be safe because rodeo's coming and we have to get the numbers down for COVID so that way we can all go to rodeo and have fun. So these are also places that in our opinion, are safer because like Danielle just said, the drift patio is 
huge. Like you can actually really socially distance there. And same thing in McIntyre's. There's more outdoor spots. So just know that these places, while they're fun to celebrate for New Year's Day, do a little brunching and that stuff, you you can feel safe here as well. I promise we're not going buck wild yet. So here's the thing. Like I feel like with any place, like you can choose to be an idiot or you can choose to be safe, right? That's like life's motto. I I agree. It it should be people's life motto, like to not be an idiot. Don't be an idiot, you know? Like choose to be an idiot on this podcast right now, but I'm going (laughs) to... I could choose to wake up every morning and say something stupid, but something I won't. crazy. Because <laughs> we ain't crazy. No. So what else do you love about Drift? I love that it's dog friendly. Yes. Bring uh, on the doggies. And then they're like eating lambs. And it's just yeah. a great place to like watch a game and chill. And I like that you can just bar hop back and forth from McIntyre's to Drift and then bounce over to Bungalow Heights. Also at Drift and at McIntyre's, they have food trucks. Yeah, that's food something trucks, that I think yeah. is huge. Because if you're going to go out bar hopping, you know you need some food in your system. Yes, Don't get some lie. substance. Get some food up in there. Get some bread. That's what you really need. Don't be too proud. Don't be, don't be too, We all need a little bread, okay? Exactly. <laughs> yes. And then if you want some like actual like really good food, hop over to Bungalow Heights right down the street. And they have great cocktails as well as their food. So I just, I love those three bars. And honestly, when I think about like when my friends come in from out of town, it's like, where am I going to take them? Like, I'm going to take them to those three places. Like, I feel good there. Like, I just feel comfortable, you know? Like, yeah, of course. I know the drinks that I'm going to order. Like at McIntyre's, they have this coffee. It's like a slush. It's like a coffee cold drink. I don't know. It's like a frappuccino and it's great and it doesn't taste like alcohol and it tastes like ice cream. It's so good coffee in it yes oh boy a coffee machine at mcintyre's oh do they really yes oh man i'm they excited can make, to like an espresso martini and stuff heck yeah i'm excited to go check out mcintyre's i didn't know they did those renovations mm-hmm. it looks really cool right now with all the lights and yeah stuff. so these are places that we've talked about on the show earlier in the year but seriously these are the pillars our favorite bars of 2020 this is where danielle lives and breathes McIntyre's. Love it. And then, of course, Drift and then Bungalow Heights. Bungalow Heights, I love for like the great food. I feel like, I don't know, Bungalow Heights, I'm not going to typically watch a game there. There's not like necessarily great seating, but there's good food. They do have really great food. Yeah. So if like, if I want to make sure that I'm getting some good substance in, I don't want to get some food truck food, I'll go to Bungalow Heights. It's like a system. I've already worked this out in my brain because <laughs> I've clearly, I've done this too many times. <laughs> well, I'll like go soon, to brunch. We'll go to brunch at Bungalow Heights, get a few cocktails in there, then maybe go to Drift. And then in the night, you know, taking body shots at McIntyre's. No, not really, Mom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. JK, JK. But soon, in 2021, we will get back in Bulin at some point. So this is what you do on New Year's Day then, instead of going out on New Year's Eve, because number one, it's expensive. Number two, it's crowded. So crowded. And you'll be hungover all the next day. You guys wake up and you do brunch with your girlfriends. It's less crowded because guess what we're all doing? You're hungover in bed. We're hungover in bed and we're getting something delivered to us because we feel disgusting. You guys are going out and you're seeing everything that these bars have to offer in the new year in the daylight. Play smarter. Not, not harder. harder. Yeah. I uh-huh. actually think that's kind of a genius idea. It's I pretty funny. Brilliant. You know, it's like a these bunch of Louisiana girls, the Louisianimals, we like take over the heights. Are you guys the only ones out and about or is it pretty crowded? I mean, it's not, it's not super crowded, but like, honestly, we don't want a bunch of people around us, right? Like my, all my girlfriends have like boyfriends and, or husbands and fiancés. Like we don't need 
to be like around a bunch of no, people. We just hear yeah. ourselves. Like we will entertain ourselves. We're the type of girls we hear music and our body just like we have to like move or uh-huh. like, you know, what what's this move? Fist pump. No, it's like the or the I wish everyone could see what Danielle is doing in the studio right now because Jump she's, Man or something. Jump man? What are you she's trying to show me a dance move. Not very well, by the way. And I wish you all could see this right now. I have she just looks like she's I just feel pumping. like I need to put on my Grinch mask on. Like yeah. what are we doing over here? Oh my god, I have no idea what dance move she's doing right now. I'm delirious. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love that. Some of the places that we'll do our boozy brunch at, we've done it at a boozy in the past. Last year, we did it at Union Kitchen, which is like right by our house, which is a good brunch spot. I mean, they have solid food, really filling food as well. Well, see, genius, you're eating before you go out. You're eating before you go drinking. And there's really no better way to do drinking than doing day drinking. I support darting Way more than I support darty. going out at night. The day party, the darty, a I million totally times better. I agree. Yeah, I'm all about, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. No, and also, I could be in bed by like 7, 8 p.m. if we started at 11. Hello? Right, and my thought process is if you stop drinking at like 2 a.m., right, mm-hmm. and you get home around like, you know, 3, you're taking a shower, you're going to bed, and then you're going to wake up maybe at like 9, 10 o'clock, you're still going to be hungover. You're but if you stop disgusting. drinking and start your day, then it's going to be so much earlier. Also, you could probably sleep through your hangover. Exactly. That's if, what yeah, I'm saying. Thank yeah. You. And then you already have food in your system. Like, it's just, a, what did you say? Work smarter, not Exactly. Yes. Work, work smarter, smarter, not harder. Not harder. You, can't, yeah, you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. Oh, my God. Don't forget that all the places that we have talked about so far on this episode are going to be at the end of the show. We give you all, all the addresses of the places we talked about. So if you're wanting to plan out all of these beautiful brunches and day drinking for New Year's Day. See, Danielle, you gave away your secret. Now people are going to do this on New Year's Day. Um, You know what? I hope there's more people that join in on the day drinking. I might start that, honestly. So if you want to start that, we'll give you the addresses of all the places to make your bucket list coming up next. I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. What should you be sipping on this weekend? It's time for cocktails. It's the last cocktail recipe of 2020. Woohoo! Danielle never joins me in on the fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yell with me, Danielle. Be excited. (laughs) There we go. We, I feel, every week have been counting down until the end of 2020 and celebrating each week that we get through of quarantine, each week that we get through of murder hornets, of celebrity (laughs) breakups, Kelly Clarkson's divorce. We just, we get through it by celebrating the end of the week with a brand new cocktail recipe And this week, we are so excited because not only is it the day after Christmas, but it's also like four days left of 2020, and we just couldn't be more excited to celebrate. So, Danielle, what is our cocktail of the week this week? So, you know, the theme of this show is just work smarter, not harder, okay? Mm -hmm. So, when I was thinking of a cocktail recipe for the last cocktail of the year, I thought to myself, what's the end of the year? It's, you know, we're talking about New Year's is yeah. about to come up. And what do we think of with New Year's? We think of champagne. Of course. Of course, right? So I was like, I can't just be like, oh, just get a glass of champagne or like put some OJ <laughs> or like drunk. be basic. You know what I mean? And so I found a recipe and it's by recipe. I'm like, this is not an actual recipe. This is just like you put two and two together, but it's champagne and it's cotton candy. So you oh. just like throw some cotton candy into your champagne glass. So like really all you need is a bottle of champagne 
and then some cotton candy. Okay, I've seen these just on Instagram, and I see them at weddings sometimes. People do the cotton candy bombs with glitter, the edible glitter, of course, in the middle. And you put it in, if you guys can find edible glitter, this would be so fun to do on New Year's. You put the edible glitter on the inside of a little bit of cotton candy and just ball it up. And when you dump it in, it just Dissolves. like oh, it looks so, so fun. So cute. Okay. So yeah. And then you can also do, if you want to like step it up a notch, mm-hmm. kick it up a notch, you can do rosé champagne. Oh yeah. Of course. Pink champagne. And then like pink cotton candy. And then you're just like, Brilliant. oh my gosh, I'm ready for the new year. Let's ring it in with some champs and cotton candy. Brilliant. No, I love this. This You're right. We're like, is this a recipe? Maybe, like, maybe not. not even a recipe, but this is... But An this idea. Is, right, but this is the cocktail that I like to make. Yeah. The two, the two ingredient cocktail that you can just throw back all night, that's my type of drink. I mean, I'm, I'm really not going to make the drink that has the six ingredients and you're, you know, shaking the bitters and adding the this and the that. I might, but the two... I'm good with no, no, it. I'm yeah. just gonna keep throwing them back. Well, I love because whenever we do cocktail the week, I get so excited, and I know y'all listening are thinking the same thing. You hear the cocktail of the week, and you get so excited because it sounds so good. But then you're like, "Ooh, am I really gonna have the time to do all the steps?" This is one that, like, yes, you will have the time to do the steps, and they sell little things of cotton candy at Bucky's. Oh PS. yeah, I know, right? In case anyone's interested. <laughs> I love Bucky's. Bucky's doesn't get enough credit. No. It's so good. Bucky's is my favorite. Okay, so this is a brilliant cocktail of the week. Absolutely love it. Did you get to drink any champs with Christmas, Danielle? Of course. I feel like we've been so excited about 2020 coming up and it being the last show and the last podcast of 2020 that we haven't really got to talk about. How was your Christmas? Did you have a blast? It was nice. It was small. It mm-hmm. was just with my mom, my sister-in-law, and my brother and my baby niece. Oh, I love her. She is the best so it was just fun to like watch her you know just be a baby around gifts and Mm -hmm. like you know she doesn't know what's going on but I got her like a little swing and y'all know I'm obsessed with the Grinch so I got her a robe that's the Grinch and pajamas that are the Grinch and stuff she made it so special and I'm so excited to watch her grow up and that you know celebrate Christmas and everything but being able to see Christmas through all eyes yes the little kids eyes and all the magic that surrounds it I miss that the youngest cousin I have in my family is 10 now and I realized as I was shopping for gifts this year there are no fun gifts for 10 year olds like 10 I feel is the age where they start asking for clothes and they want to experiment with makeup, which yes. I love. But I loved picking out the fun toys, the ones that you actually wanted to play with. Of course. Like, Danielle, don't pretend like you didn't want the Grinch robe. Oh, if it came in adult size, 100%. Actually, that's a great <laughs> idea. I'm going to go home and look to see if I can find like a Grinch size robe. No, let me find it because now I know what to get her for her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. This is why we do this. Well, we'd love to know how y'all's Christmas was. We'd love to honestly just... How was your Christmas? friends. It was good. It was really fun. I got to go home uh, to Michigan, which I was really excited about. And, um, y'all, Jesse's birthday is right before Christmas, so double yeah. whammy. So, uh, you know, happy belated birthday to Jesse, y'all. Thank you. Y'all. It was so fun. I, You know, I, Danielle knows my boyfriend threw me, like, a little surprise party, which was fun, just with, like, a few of our really close friends. And I get to go home and see, like, my mom and my dad, and I got to see my sister, which was exciting. So, I mean, all around, it was a good Christmas, and, you know, we're just excited to be in 2021. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's all we I'm want. I'm glad that you got to go home and see them. I know Thank they're happy you. to have you home. It was amazing. So I hopefully you guys get to have a really good Christmas to see your family. If you did it small in quarantine, we at least hope you got some really good food. And, you know, Danielle gave some suggestions about places that were open on Christmas Day. Hopefully that was 
very helpful for y'all. So if you did check out any of those places or you just want to drop by and say hi, please slide into our DMs. Danielle is always on her phone at Hangry Houstonian. I might get back to you in three to five business days at jessiewatt965. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry. Time to slide into Danielle's DMs. Danielle, what has been popping in your DMs this week? You know, I think people are wondering, like, what's happening for New Year's, right? Like, mm-hmm. are people going out? Are they staying in? It just obviously kind of depends on, you know, your thought process through this whole thing. Yeah. So let's try and give as many tips and helpful hints as we can about New Year's Eve in Houston, because this will also be my first New Year's Eve in Houston. So I know a lot of the places that I've been looking at online, if you are comfortable and thinking about going out are charging t- like you have to buy a ticket yeah definitely like a ticket kind of night which of course they're going to keep it at like a certain amount of capacity so the tickets might even be even more expensive this year right. to be honest because they're like obviously want to make a certain amount of money so they're gonna you know upcharge it and stuff so if you want to go out i mean last year i went to a base which is like an underground nightclub oh. i haven't heard of faces even open right now but <laughs> i mean places like that it's always like fun to like get bottle service and mm-hmm. stuff and you know even if you have like a section and you can say like you know i have five friends with me they're the only ones that are allowed like in this section okay. right you know so yeah. uh, if you're gonna think of like being safer you don't have to like walk up to the bar to like get a drink right like you have your right. bottle right there so i mean i i kind of like am shaking my head when i'm saying this but you know those are our those are our options if you're interested in going out and still being a little bit mindful. So I guess here's one of my questions, because when I was thinking about going out for Halloween, because that was my boyfriend's birthday, and I really wanted to make sure we could go out and celebrate, we chose outdoor places like 77 Degrees that was all open air so we could feel safer and that we weren't in this confined space is january in texas like can we go to those places or is the weather kind of unpredictable i don't want to buy a ticket to 77 if it's gonna be freezing you know it might be 77 degrees that night (laughs) but it might be colder like it is so crazy i mean the weather here i mean i'm wearing a sweatshirt right now and you know tomorrow it's supposed to be like in the 40s so it's like what what's happening i i I can't predict that but i will say that it is a better option i think to like go to places like that that do have open air options and places that are larger like that that you can Mm -hmm. really like you know kind of of distance away from people i think that's a smart yeah and also i would like to encourage people because i'm thinking about doing things just like in our apartment with like friends we're like let's do the beer olympics and let's do wine olympics things that are fun like that you can play games and be with people that are in your bubble and that you trust and honestly ever since COVID I'm like do I want to go out and is get- it worth it kind of yeah thing, you know if you feel comfortable doing that I think you know being inside like with your friends being smart about it I mean it's just kind of like it depends on like what your level of comfortability is right I think 2020 has really taught us to be creative true in our actions right like what are we going to do on the weekends be creative you yeah know? think outside the box all right Danielle we've reached the point in the show where we get to give out all the addresses of the places we talked about on our last Last, I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry show of 2020. So first thing we did was a little recap of Danielle's favorite date night spots that we've talked about on the show in 2020, which were three of my favorite meals. Honestly, I wish I was eating dumplings right now at Trending <laughs> Dumpling. It's at 3285 Southwest Freeway. My second spot was Real at 1927 Fairview. And third spot was Maison Pucha in the Heights at 1001 Studewood. And then the next thing we talked about was the continuation of the holiday lights for y'all to check out. We know that Christmas just ended. And while we're sitting in our 
food bellies and food comas and all that, we still get to walk it off by seeing some cool Christmas lights. We have zoo lights at 6200 Herman Park Drive. That's the Houston Zoo. Second spot was in Sugarland, Sugarland's Holiday Lights at One Stadium Drive. And the third spot was the Light Park, which is the Hurricane Harbor Splash Town in spring. And it's at 21300 Interstate 45 North. All right. Then we went Bayou Bar Hopping. All right. We went Bayou Bar Hopping to some of my pillars, not the governmental <laughs> pillars, but the pillars in my brain of just staples of 2020 and of everyday life for me. McIntyre's at 1230 West 20th Street. Then we went to Drift at 1207 West 20th Street. And then Bungalow Heights at 1919 Beale Street. And again, these bars are all on the same streets. So you can, you know, get an Uber over there and then just hop across the street. You can literally another, go. Which is nice. By you bar hopping. Literally. That's how we got. We came up with this segment because we did we went, it. Because we went by you bar hopping all the time there. Thank y'all so much for listening to us on CBS Sports Radio 650 on Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. And thank y'all for downloading and subscribing to the podcast on radio.com. We really appreciate it. We've had so much fun in 2020 with y'all and we hope that you stay with us for more foodie adventures in 2021. We want to give a huge thank you to our executive producers, Chase Murphy and Sarah Frazier, and we'll talk to y'all next year. Next year. Cheers, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry for what I said when I was hangry with Jesse Watt and Danielle Dubois. Make sure to listen Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on CBS Sports Radio 650, 95.7 HD3, or on the Radio.com app. Download it today.